Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I and Pastor Da love you and want to see you become fruitful in the ministry. This is a ministry advice for you to learn how to serve God effectively. I and Pastor Da have been serving the Lord for more than 30 years now. We have made many mistakes. We have learned so many things from the Father in heaven by the Holy Spirit. And we want to share with you some wisdom, some biblical principle of how to serve the Lord effectively so that you can expand the kingdom of God fully. You will not waste your time and energy and you will be the blessing to many people. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us. We open our hearts to hear from your Holy Spirit and please give us the light and the revelation from heaven, Lord. We want to be your effective servant. We want to be your soldier who can win the battle for you every time. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today, I would like to give you a short message of how to respond to undesirable situations in your ministry. You may be a pastor, assistant pastor, or small home group leader, or maybe you are a worship leader, or you are running some ministry in the church. You are serving the Lord. And in our life of service, we all will face some undesirable situations that may make us feel frustrated, discouraged, disappointed, and sometimes we feel that we want to give up. We need to learn how to respond to those situations in the biblical way so that we can have victory in the ministry, so that we can give God the glory. The undesirable situation can happen to anybody because, number one, the enemy of our soul, Satan, will try to make us stop serving God. He will try every way to make us quit, and he also tries to hinder the work of God. Not only that, in the life of ministry, We are not perfect. People around us who serve God with us are not perfect. People who come to the meeting or the members of the church or the team members of your ministry are not perfect. We all have some shortcomings and some lack of knowledge and some personality issue or some bad background. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love them. God loves them and God wants to use them by His grace. But because of human weaknesses, we may face some undesirable situation. For example, maybe the worship team that are going to lead your small group meeting did not prepare the song very well and they sing off-key or they prepare the song that doesn't match with the flow of the Holy Spirit. And when you watch them leading worship, you may get frustrated. Or maybe you give some responsibility to a brother or a sister in the group, 
and he or she promises you that the job will get done within two weeks. But by the time the deadline comes up, the job is not done. But you need to resolve the problem at that time, and you may feel frustrated. I want to give you some biblical principle of how to deal with undesirable situation. Let me read the scripture in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verses four to seven. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful, or proud, or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. And I want to add, even the undesirable. Or disappointed circumstance. In verse eight, the Bible continues to say, "Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail; whether there are tongues, they will cease; whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away." Verse thirteen. Now abide faith, hope, love; these three, but the greatest of these is love. So the first principle of how to deal with the undesirable situation that may be caused by guests that come to your group, or your own team member, your members, or even yourself make a mistake, you need to respond in love. That you don't keep the record of wrong. You understand that people are not perfect, and you are not perfect either. You forgive yourself. You forgive them, and you just respond in love. Smiling, joyful, happy, hopeful. Don't get upset. Don't yell or condemn people. Don't use your word to make people feel bad. You just respond in love and understanding, and you try to help that person to be better next time. Find a solution that will not cause any division or heartache. Or the discouragement in your team or in your ministry. Always remember this: if Jesus responds to this situation, He's going to respond in love. He will speak the truth in love, smiling, have the eye contacts and body language that look lovely and not condemning or yelling or causing people to be very discouraged. Not only. You respond in love. You love people. You love God. You love your team member. You love the guests who come, and hope for the best that they will change and things gonna go well. At the same time, you respond by faith. You remember this: your God is a good God. The Bible says in Romans chapter two, verse four, or do you despise the riches of His goodness? Forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. You need to depend on the goodness of God, even though the mistake was done, even though the undesirable situation happened. But His goodness is greater 
than the mistake. By His grace and His goodness, He can really correct the problem. He can turn the situation around and make it good at the end, because He is a powerful and good God. Don't just focus on the failure. Don't just focus on the frustration, but focus on the goodness of God and trust Him. At the same time, while you are depending on the goodness of God by faith, you show goodness to other people around you. People will respond to you more if you do good to them. You show your grace, your kindness to them, your mercy and forgiveness, and they will respond to you because the Bible says the goodness of God. That come through you will lead people to repentance. Not only that you depend on the goodness of God, and not only that you also trust God and reveal goodness to people. At the same time, you need to have faith in the grace and in the power of God. Our God is a God who can change the bad situation into the good situation. You remember. When Joseph was persecuted by his brother, he became a slave. He was put into jail, but by the power of God and by faith that Joseph had, God changed the situation around and made Joseph to become the prime minister of Egypt. The Bible says in James chapter one verse five, "If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God." Who give generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. You have faith that God can resolve the problem for you, and then you ask Him for wisdom. He's gonna tell you what to do, how to fix the problem, how to resolve the situation. Our God is a God of wisdom. His wisdom is unlimited. You draw the wisdom from Him. From heaven by the Holy Spirit, and you can resolve the problem not by your own way, not by your own intellect, but by love and the wisdom of God. James chapter three verse thirteen say, "Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom, the true wisdom of God." Will come with humility and doing good, showing good life. You walk in a good way. You humble yourself. Don't think that you are better than other people. Don't judge people. Don't condemn people. You come and approach and communicate with people who has done wrong or maybe make mistake in a humble way. You understand that they make mistake. You make mistake. You don't know everything. They don't know everything. We just depend on the wisdom of God to resolve the problem, and then God gets all the glory. Verses seven and ten and eighteen. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial, and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace. Raise a harvest of righteousness. When you depend on the wisdom of God, you don't depend on your human intellect or smartness, because sometimes human intellect can try to solve the problem by using manipulation, 
by using the word of manipulation or action, or maybe use the tricky way and maybe just get rid of people and then pull your own team in, or maybe make people feel bad. You use the human method to resolve the problem. That is not good. That is not the way of God. You need to use wisdom of God with appeal and will bring peace, mercy, good fruit. Impartial. You don't take side. You love everyone the same. You care for everybody around you the same way. You are sincere. The wisdom of God is the best. So you need to depend on the wisdom of God. Proverbs chapter three verse five say, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding." Again, whatever you face in your ministry, don't depend on your smartness. Call God, ask Him for the wisdom. Look to Him, and depend on the Holy Spirit, and always consult with Him. Don't lean on your own understanding, but trust in the Lord. Faith is so important. When you walk by faith, no matter bad things happen, no matter what undesirable happen, you know God has a solution. You know God loves you. You know that God wants to do good things through you and in you and around you. So you just trust Him. You say, God, even though the situation seems to be very impossible to correct, but Your grace is enough for me; is abundant for me. Things gonna go well eventually. You may send a new person to help me. Maybe eventually the things just turn around by the power of God. He perform miracle and he gets the glory. Philippians chapter four verses six to seven say, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God." And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Trust God. Present your request to God. Tell Him what you're frustrated about, and ask God to help you, give you wisdom. Don't panic. Being panicky is a sign of doubt. It's a sign of lack of faith. Don't be anxious. Don't be afraid. Just stay calm, loving, full of wisdom. No matter what happened, you say, "God, I trust you. I know you can resolve the problem for me. I know you're such a good God." In the ministry at New Hope, many times some undesirable thing happened. For example, many times I lost the musicians because they need to move back to another city or they want to change church. And then I feel that wow, what we're gonna do? We are losing the pianist, and you know I depend on God. I trust God. Suddenly, another pianist show up at the right timing. Or one time, I lost a high tech person member who helped me to manage all the high tech thing, the computer. Wow! After I lost that person, suddenly, right away, God sent in two more. Who even work harder, have a good attitude to help me. I never lack anything. If we seek God and we depend on God, we will never lack any good things. The key is this: God wants to see our response. My response: Do I respond the way Jesus responds? Respond in love, faith, wisdom, 
and trusting God and pray to God or not. When you have some frustration or some disappointment, don't keep that frustration and disappointment for a long time. Let them go out of your life. Fill your heart with faith. And when you need to communicate with your members or people around who make mistake or cause something to happen that the situation look worse, you need to communicate in love, understanding, and wisdom. Don't speak negative. Don't speak doubt. Don't gossip. Speak to that person directly and try to resolve the problem. Communication is important. Remember this: you respond the way Jesus would respond. You die to self. You are dead in your flesh, and let Christ live in you, and let Christ work through you, through your eye contacts, your words, your body language. And the way you handle things, Galatians chapter two verse twenty say, "I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. You and I die to the old life, and now Christ lives in us, and we let Him manifest." And show himself to us. Let us respond to everything, just like Christ respond. Don't take everything personally because you are a dead man. You're dead to your flesh. You're dead to your old life. Now you have a new life in Christ Jesus. I hope that the principle I give to you will help you to be successful, fruitful, effective in the ministry. Thank you so much for. Spending this time with me, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will help you, remind you, and quicken you, anoint you to be able to do what the Bible say. Thank you so much. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.